Hello, you're listening to 4-4 Brew. It's been one of the most important weeks in football history, but we will get onto that later. We will start, as always, with what we are drinking this evening. I'm going to start with Rory, who is back with us again this week, but this time he is standing in for Matt. What are you drinking this evening, Rory? Hello, I have gone for one of the most iconic shirt sponsors of all time. Lovely bit of Newcastle brown ale. I'm, why am I showing the camera? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's my first time trying it, so I'm going to see how it goes. But Either? Uh, well, I'm having a hopefully upcoming shirt sponsor for my drink, which is Galahad. Aldi's Finest. I mean, Aldi's Finest, you know, I just came back to uni yesterday and I thought I'd go back to the OG, so I've got some Galahad. Also, surely Carling's the most iconic. I said, I said one of, so... Newcastle Brown, sponsoring Newcastle's got to be one of the most iconic. Uh, James? I'm drinking water because I'm on anti-inflammatories. And I am drinking Boddington's. I know nothing about it other than that friends, they raved about it in an episode of that after they came to England. That's the only reason I bought it, is because it was mentioned in Friends. We'll do our score prediction drinking game now, as we have no corrections from last week. Uh, James and Ivor joint last on five, but improving. Five's better than previous weeks. I'm then second with three drinks. And Rory, the futurist, has not only come (laughs) in and had an unprecedented three correct predictions in 24 hours, he's also only had one most wrong. What was my most wrong, was it? Chelsea. It was no. It was actually uh, Derry versus Drogheda United, in which you predicted four 0 to the Drogs, and it was a one all draw. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, there was some really big news this week. We are going to cover that, but we're going to cover that later because we are going to talk about some of the football games that did happen in and amongst all of that news. Uh, should we? Well, I think we'll kick off with the FA Cup games, setting up the final. Chelsea have made yet another after making the final last year and losing to Arsenal. And Leicester have managed to get themselves a historic place in the final, having beaten Southampton just 1-0. Um, do we think it'll be a good final? I believe so. It should be a good final. I mean, they got a very informed Kelechi and Nacho playing and a Chelsea defence that is looking pretty impregnable apart from... from you know, maybe Mateus Pereira, bloody that that one, Callum Robinson. another one, that one, yeah, him. <laughs> if they don't play for West Brom, <laughs> if they don't get any cheeky West, West Brom loans, Brom, you should true. be fine. Also, it is Leicester in the second half of Watch the season. Watch when Man City so played Chelsea in the Champions League final. Pep just signs Callum Robinson on loan for like a yeah. little game. No, I mean Man, Man G- City. Give him a skin Man City just could Walker. not get past Chelsea's defense at the weekend. Is I mean, it's looking like one of the best defenses in the world. Is excellent. <laughs> there he goes again. Best in the world. <laughs> I think it genuinely is. Like, what, how many other defences have conceded so few apart from against West Brom? <laughs> Wait, uh, I can't stop listening, but Chelsea's defence is pretty much the best in the league this year, right? Other than maybe City. Yeah, yeah. That is. Yeah, this, this, in the second half of the season, anyway, I think they've conceded. To be fair, City have been good second half season as well because they had a poor start. Just wait till yeah. the first game I mean, next year think... when Pep rolls out a starting 11 of. 11 genetically identical Cam- Callum Robinsons. Oh no, it'd be terrifying. God. <laughs> Chelsea's going to get absolutely... <laughs> the first 50 nil game. What's he going to do for the 36 games that aren't against Chelsea? <laughs> Go on holiday. They'll get relegated. But <laughs> they'll get six points all season because Callum Robinson, he, for some reason, he can't only score against Chelsea. Like, I don't, has he scored a Premier League yeah, goal recently. that's not against Chelsea? 
Did yeah. he? Yeah, I can't he scored. Against... Oh, it was against Southampton. Yeah, he scored yeah. in the game. I think it was the next game they played after beating Chelsea 5-2. Yes, what your guys takes in the final? Um, I mean... I'm going to say... 2-0 Chelsea. Great. Yeah, if, if Chelsea I'm play like say... they did against Man City, I don't think Leicester can can win. But that's if Chelsea. Chelsea play are like definitely favourites. I mean, are Chelsea definitely I mean, in the Chelsea... Champions League? Because that's might be a big influence. They, I think I think Chelsea have got a good shot at winning. But also, they do have a one-year history of losing against terrible teams in the final. So we'll see how it goes. <laughs> Chelsea. Yeah. They have quite a bad habit of you know losing against relegation candidates, <laughs> or just generally to of be getting honest. Packed in by Gavinis Messi. This is pretty. This Oof. is pretty harsh on, on Leicester, who were third. You're comparing them to ninth place Arsenal. <laughs> if we then move back to the Prem, Sheffield's relegation was confirmed, losing losing one nil to Wolves. Pretty poggers. I, I, I mean, no one was surprised about that, really, were they? Yeah, I feel like all the football's I mean, been dwarfed. Like, yeah, no one cares. I mean, like, it's just... No, I think... I mean, you know, poor Sheffield. Like, you, they'll... Like, Sheffield United. Turn into, like... Not Sheffield. Happy day. So, sorry, United. Yeah, yeah United, we could be talking yeah. about Sheffield I mean, Wednesday. I mean, yeah, United, who, who United I think are also relegated. in the relegation <laughs> zone soon. as well. So, <laughs> to be fair, it does require some clarification. Yeah, I think I think we want you want Wednesday to go down and United. Bad year for Sheffield all round, you know. But yeah, they were always going to go down. They weren't the same team from last year. No, I mean, they. I think they just get sussed out. Most of the Prem games were reasonably dull this week. There weren't many with more than one or two goals scored either side. There were quite a few draws. The most exciting game would have to have been West Ham-Newcastle. Both of them have been on form recently, but it was Newcastle that managed to win this time in with 3-2, and it was another high-scoring West Ham game who have been scoring and conceding many goals, mainly since Jesse Lingard started playing and Declan Rice stopped. I mean, I feel sorry for Mark Noble trying to like run that midfield when he, he looks like he's... A- he looks like if David Brent didn't get the job in the office, he would have hired Mark Noble next. <laughs> I just feel sorry for Mark Noble trying to run. He's a really nice guy, Mark Noble. I don't like all this hate on him. I know he's getting on a bit now for football, and he's retiring next year, but still. Yeah. I think he would have retired this year yeah, I mean, if it wasn't for COVID and also the chance of Champions League next year. Yeah. No, he's not. If, it, if he had like a proper. Oh, imagine Mark Noble this year, fucking bossing, bo- bossing Tony Cruz out of a match. <laughs> oh, what a dream. Mark, Mark Noble scoring West Ham Mark Noble scoring the winning goal in the Champions League final after what set up from Jesse Lingard. Oh, what what a high oh, that would that... be to end your career on! I feel like spending three minutes on the pitch with Jesse Lingard is enough of a high to retire. Well, I, th- I think I think to be honest, looking at the rest of the football games this week, swiftly moving on to just fifty nine seconds and call it football talk done. Unless anyone else has any burning <laughs> burning desire to talk about any of the other games. Perhaps the particularly, ex- perhaps the particularly exciting Chelsea Brighton nil nil draw. Uh, I mean, top. No, I was going to say up against. Going to say up the chair, up the chair, boys. Yes. Oh yeah, Wickham. With, with did their, people their, see that the penalty they won penalty. was won by the goalkeeper? No. The goalkeeper went out for a corner when it was one all. Uh, it fell to the edge of the box, hit a shot, and it got blocked by a hand. So that's how they won the pen. Oh. And it was the penalty was scored by 
my absolute favourite football player in the whole world, the legend, the 38-year-old. Definitely Akinfenwa. Yeah, he, yeah. he hasn't scored Akinfenwa. He hasn't scored this season. Until, well, he has now. I mean, he is like perfectly spherical. Like, you can understand it. <laughs> he isn't even normally the penalty like, taker either. It's normally the left back. I think he just got yeah. given it because it was his only chance to score. Well, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, I don't, well, you never know. Could go on to, to spark a late late run of form. He could save Wickham from relegation. Getting Wickham the Champions League. <laughs> yeah, where was their invite to the Clearly. Super League? Oh, oh, you know what really annoyed me? Before we do actually move on to the Super League, you know what really annoyed It was funny, like, the first time a club, like, from, like, Drogada or whatever, said, like, oh, yeah, they will not be joining the Super League. But fucking every single sports team in the world did it. Yeah. And it was, like, funny after, like, the first five. But then, like, no one gives a solitary shit if, like, Lancaster University running club is jo- not joining the Super League. You know who I feel sorry for, though? All the people who traded in their favourite club's kits to for a Grinsby shirt now that the Super League's not happening anymore. What no? What what I really liked was the clubs releasing video compilations of themselves scoring against the the big six teams, saying where's our where's our ESL invite. It was funny that pretty much every game that week they lost. Okay, so now we're going to be moving on to just fifty nine seconds. I'm filling in for Matt, so I'm gonna start with the introduction. Just fifty nine seconds is a game where you get given a random football topic. And then you have to speak about it for 59 seconds. If you hesitate or speaking, deviate from the topic or repeat a topic that's already been said, then you swap over to the other player. Uh, you also can't chat shirt. No lies. Yeah, je- uh, Rory, hesitation, change over. <laughs> uh, sorry, I've been assigned as Matt's host and I'm the only man with the versatility to fill in his role. Um, <laughs> so we're going to be starting off with oh, yeah. James against Ivor. And the topic is Norwich. Uh, who is starting? I'm thinking it's me because you said my name first. I'm going to flip a coin. Oh, fair enough. It's James. Norwich in three, two, one, go. Norwich is a city in Norfolk, home to Norwich City Football Club, who are currently top of the championship and have already sealed promotion back to the Premier League after a loss to Watford. Uh, oh, uh, sure. I'm sorry, surely that's... Uh, yeah, right, there we are. There's, I don't know about there's hesitation. Right. Surely hesitation. Right. Like On to our other, other host, sure. Ivor, with some more interesting Norwich facts. Go. So uh, after after losing to Watford 1-0, uh, Norwich has still secured a promotion to the champion. Oh, oh that's, that's hesitation. That's <laughs> Premier League. All right, we're swapping back to James. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, James in three, two, one, Go. Despite that loss to Watford, they have sealed promotion to the Premier League. They've got many a good player, including Tim Krull, who used to play for Newcastle, Ishmael Assar, who was linked to Liverpool hey, in hey, the summer. Hey, bloody deviation, Ishmael Assar plays for Watford. Oh, shit. All right, fair enough. Good spot, either. <laughs> okay, swapping back to either. Three, two, one, go. My flatmate has been a long-time Norwich City AFC fan, and he it's has not AFC. Uh, commented many it's, times it's, uh, that's on deviation the, from the truth. Uh, promotion efforts. From it's, the that's club. deviation from the truth. Uh, first of all, he's very Bro, fond a deviation of from the truth. Bringer, Emi Buendia. They're not AFC. Do they they aren't AFC. You, you did say Norwich AFC, but I want this to be over, so we're no, just going to no, mark. No, 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 I, no, said Nor- I said Norwich City. Yeah, it's Norwich City Football Club. There's no A. Okay, fine. We'll swap over. We'll swap over. There's no A. Okay. Three, two, one. 
Go. Norwich's and we're team. Done. Okay. Big big win from James. <laughs> oh, oh God! No, <laughs> either, the, either the worst thing is. seconds. Either the. Did you either, just cut the, the worst thing like is that. either you said AFC a good 15 seconds before I tried to call it out and it carried on for 15 seconds. If you just stopped as you said AFC, I, there's no chance I was last in 15 seconds. I struggle to last 10 seconds normally. So um, James has just beat either in a very controversial round of just 59 seconds, Jim. Now it's you against me. Um, so our topic is Schalke. Uh, Jim is starting, so either if you'll count us in. Okay, I'll count you in in three... Two, one, go. Schalke are a German football team. If you've been following any of the Bundesliga this year, you'll be aware that they have not been doing very well. It's also been reported recently that some of the Schalke players were attacked by some of the Schalke fans after their relegation was confirmed from the Bundesliga because the fans clearly weren't very happy about the way that they've been performing. One of Schalke's notable um, transfers this year has been signing uh, Squadron Mustafi from Arsenal, who has obviously wildly underperformed and I believe is no longer playing for the club after Mustafi fell out with their latest manager after they set a new record for having five different managers in one Bundesliga season, something that no other Bundesliga club has ever managed to do before that's my hesitation I've got nothing else to say <laughs> okay right so Count uh, me in. Rory if you're ready in 3, 2, 1 go Schalke are one of the biggest clubs in Germany and one of the things they're famed for is having a circular logo with an S in their primary colours are blue and white. And, one and of their... he's finished! <laughs> he has just 59 seconds. Sometimes he got a window. Congratulations. Our new host is absolutely nailing it. Three correct predictions in 24 hours and one just 59 seconds. I think I think we need to change the rules of just 59 seconds so the person that talks the most of the 59 seconds is the winner. That's not how it works, that's, that's, no. that's bullshit, man. But also, that is less one thing fun. Do you want it to be fair? No. You bitch. <laughs> Fucking no. Also, Ivers, Ivers argue against it after having just lost a round where James had uh, 0.63 of a second to speak. Tesco. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I know, because that, that's... To be fair, I can't wait to listen to, the, to their round of just 59 seconds, which I'll be hearing for the first time when I edit it, because all I heard of it was James saying Norwich is a city in Norfolk, and then I, then I cut out. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was a controversial decision where after Ivor said AFC, Norwich AFC I waited until it was close as possible to the end before giving it to James <laughs> I, think I, was, I think I was cheating but, you know, it, does, it does sound well, I guess, talking it does of sound cheating, like cheating we surely have to bring up the European let's bring up the elephant in the room yes a 48 hour debacle that will be remembered in football for the next should few we decades, give, Should imagine. we give a, a proper run through of the, the events as they happened and then discuss them? In case anyone has been living on the moon for the past five days. Or in case for some unknown reason someone's listening to this in 10 15 years and needs some context. <laughs> It was it was announced on Sunday during Manchester United's game against Burnley that twelve European clubs, including six from the Premier League, the Big Six, was there. So-called Big Six, including supposedly Tottenham, Arsenal, Sorry, big. the Big Five, and the, bi- the, 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 the Big Four, the Big Four, the Big, the big Four, the Big Four, <laughs> and the North London rivals were included in that list. And it was it was sort of 
and informally announced that they had all intended to join this Super League. It was then discussed for several hours by sports pundits, all said they were against it, before it was then announced later in the evening, I want to say about 11 o'clock, that they had definitely confirmed to join this Super League and that they would be be forming it soon. It was then wildly and widely condemned by everyone from Boris Johnson to literally everyone in the footballing community (laughs) who decided they were (laughs) against the idea. Except Real Madrid fans, they loved it. Except Real Madrid fans, who had all been told that they loved it by their president. To be honest, also probably Arsenal and Spurs fans, like you, they are like. No, you know, I'm sorry. Like they are like mid table. They are mid table yeah. teams. Of like yeah, Harry so Kane if, if you, yeah, exactly, they're mid table. So if you're an Arsenal fan, why on earth would you want to join a league where you can just get utterly battered by the biggest teams in Europe? Yeah, you see, this, I think this is one of the weirdest points things about the league is because there is no relegation yeah. Arsenal every single Just year will be getting absolutely by Bayern pumped. Dortmund like, have they joined because <laughs> the, the weirdest thing about it was despite the American non-relegation system there was no system put in place to kind of boost the teams at the bottom so yes. there's no draft picks or anything no. so Arsenal because, and Tottenham would have had how, how many years be? of misery how could they have been where would they have got the players from Yes, it was it was big news all of Monday. Liverpool then had to play against Leeds on Monday with Leeds turning up to to the pre match warm up in T shirts protesting against the Super League. It was then Tuesday evening when um Chelsea were due to play Brighton. There, there was a large group of I believe over a thousand Chelsea supporters outside Stamford Bridge protesting, not letting the bus in. It was then announced that Chelsea would uh were drawing up documents to withdraw from the Super League. It was later announced that Manchester City had officially left the Super League. There was then, I believe, a meeting between all 12 Super League teams where it was decided that all six Premier League teams would withdraw officially on Tuesday evening. Then, I believe, sometime Wednesday morning, who were the next ones to go? Was it Atletico and into Milan? So, yeah, so they all then subsequently left and it was a whole 48 hours of shit show and um, uncontrollable rage from everyone in the world of football, really. But theoretically, with Barca Real still in the league, we could just have them playing in El Clasico every week until the heat death of the universe. But it'll be miserable. Like I think the one of the many problems with it, in my opinion, the the games they talk about, oh, have all these you know clashings of titans, whatever, every week. Like you know, it's not special. So you only have Christmas once a year for a reason. But their biggest advertisement is that it's going to be all these big games between these big clubs. That's what the Champions League is. The Champions League is big games <laughs> between big clubs. I argue the clubs are bigger in the Champions League cause yeah, because Arsenal and Tottenham are because they actually deserve because <laughs> in the Champions League they actually deserve to be there. They haven't just bought their way in. <laughs> the whole point of all of this is they're trying to build an international fan base. Like realistically, a Super League is the only way they're going to break into America. But unfortunately, like the only way they can do that is by losing every single other fan they've got. So yes, they're luckily this the time the trade-off's not worth fans- it. They didn't account for the fact that the European fans don't want to break into America. <laughs> the thing is, and we discussed it a little bit some weeks ago when I brought up bringing in the showmanship of American football to football. When you say American football, do you mean NFL? Yes, I mean NFL. The sort of the showmanship aspect. We, we discussed the fact that the, the American sports fans are very different to European sports fans. American sports fans need to have the flag waved and the fireworks and the cheerleaders to go and watch an NFL game 
Whereas European football fans just need the football players to be there and we'll go and watch it. They have the attention span of a goldfish. I think it's more due to the fact is that there's only, in the NFL, there's only 32 teams, but there's, you know, 48, 50 states, depending if you count Alaska and Hawaii. So you could theoretically be like two or three states over from your local. So yes. you could never have the experience of going to your favourite team's stadium unless you pay like hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Yeah. So they, they need that showmanship because they can't go and see the game because when you're watching a football match you're seeing the atmosphere which you felt because you've been to your favourite team stadium before and watched a game yeah so that's a lot of the reason I think why it doesn't work as well with football because it takes away from the atmosphere I feel a little bit uh, and I think I think they thought because the NFL is big in America they could sort of turn turn the, the Super League into that sort of thing over here but they didn't account for the fact that European football fans couldn't give a flying fuck about cheerleaders and fireworks when your team scores. They'd much, would much rather. <laughs> Boy, listen nah. To... to be fair, having fireworks behind the goal on FIFA when you score makes it a lot more exciting. <laughs> and get, getting the goal <laughs> on as well on FIFA, yeah. Get, getting no, the. I think, I think they on should FIFA add those... and all the players like special shiny cards in it. <laughs> yeah, like that. No, they should add those big tifos like... they have in FIFA, in FIFA, which block the view of literally yeah, half so the crowd. Stupid. I really want to add them. <laughs> <Beautiful>. <laughs> Also, I think one of the things I found quite funny about the... I'm not even going to call it the European... Su- I'm just got the Super European League. Shit League. There's claiming to be a European Super League, but only in three countries. Yes. Well, I think it's because they were rejected by um, PSG, Dortmund and Bayern, right? I mean, but e- even then, that, that's still five countries. Perez, Perez, five Perez countries. claims that they weren't invited. Yeah, that's just so you're rejected. Perez is capping. Yeah. So weren't His... there supposed to be, like, five, like, you know, wild card spots... So theoretically, no, they could yeah, bring so in a team from like yeah, there were going to be like West yeah, there were going to be five teams that had got there by merit by performing well that year, which yeah would have been the teams would would have just been five of the teams that are normally in the Champions League. Which I mean, on the face of it, any halfwit can see that that's not fair. Going from a Champions League system where at the moment you have thirty-two teams that all get there by merit to going down to a system where you have five teams that got there by merit. Have you seen the new Champions League reforms though? Where I think. Four teams, four teams get there by. Do you think I don't mind for four teams getting in there, based off like the last five years' performance? So basically, uh, it would be as long as you finish in a European spot. So that could be for the Europa League or the Europa League Conference, yeah. whatever it is. Um, the four best teams to finish in the European spots and not the Champions League spots, based off the UEFA coefficient, which is basically how well they performed in the last yeah. five years, makes which it which is, I don't mind. It's but a, it's, it does yeah, seem dumb it's, that it's sort of a it's sort of a compromise between what the ESL yeah. wanted. But it's it's dumb that and what you say like West Ham could finish fifth and Arsenal sixth, and Arsenal yeah. finish the Champions League and yeah. West Ham which don't. still which still isn't exactly fair, but it's sort yeah. of fair. But to be fair, that's not the issue I have with the reforms. The issue with the reforms is it's going to change the format of the Champions League, and turns the whole first stage into a massive league. Or something rather than just having a group. Yeah, stage. I don't know because what they've only added four teams. I don't know why you just don't turn that into an extra group. Yeah, well, or just and carry on like, with the group stage as it was. I think the group stage as it was and the knockout stage worked fine. If they wanted to have more, well, teams, I think they're changing into there'll be everyone's in the same table, but you you play ten games, so you don't play everyone. So I'm not sure how they work out who you play. We haven't even properly mentioned that there. The fact that the ESL completely overshadowed the fact that on Monday morning the. UEFA announced the new official new plans for the Champions League, starting in twenty twenty four. It's a bit shit. Yet more big news from the last seventy two hours was Jose Mourinho uh, being sacked. 
Right. Apparently, it's because Ooh. it's because it was well, it was a because he's shit, and b because it was related to a bus stop that he had in the previous nah, apparently that's train cap. because of the that was just well, a yeah, rumor that been, came out. Been, but Fabrizio Romano said that wasn't the case. There, well, there have been rumours that it was because of the Super League, but Tottenham have said it was due to footballing reasons, and obviously they haven't performed. Which is completely valid. They haven't performed particularly great recently, but I still think firing your manager a week before a cup final because of footballing reasons is a bit risky. Apparently, it's because they'd have to pay him more if you won a trophy. <laughs> if they stacked him after he won a trophy, they want, he was open they his want contract. To win surely they Bro, want fucking, to win the Daniel trophy. It's Daniel Levy. He just wants to avoid spending any money possible. I think there will always be rumours about the fact that it was because of the Super League, just because of the timing. They could have been yeah. planning to sack him anyway, but I do think I do think sacking a manager for footballing reasons a week before a cup final, when he does he does have a history of winning trophies. I know it's Tottenham and they they have a history of not winning trophies. Man City did just lose to Leeds and Chelsea, so it's not like they're unbeatable at the moment. I think they're probably just still <laughs> recovering from the fact that they're going to have to pay back £700 million of debt without a Super League. So I think football's out the window for a while. Is this Barcelona right no, now? No, this is no, Tottenham, because they bought that new stadium which they can't fill with oh, any yeah, fans. It's the worst time. Covid has hurt them more than like most other teams you'd assume because of the stadium. Can they just take that massive gold cock they put on the top of it and take it to a pawn shop or something? <laughs> which kind of pawn? <laughs> Tottenham are going to try and sell Harry Kane for like 800 million they've got to Harry Kane not having any trophies is criminal I reckon at this point like you're not going to have a particularly fulfilling trophy winning career so just go for the goal record yeah he's getting it but you've got to win the league as well which does beg the question how can how can Tottenham be fucking up so badly that they have the best goal scoring duo in the league at the moment and they still can't win anything <sighs> probably because only two players score for them Probably because they've got Eric Dyer and Rodon in defence. Oh, Rodon, Rodon could be good in a couple of years. He does. He seems promising. Whereas Eric Dyer is just trash. Okay, I think unless there's anything else we got to say about the the worst two days in footballing history. Well, I wanted to discuss how it's the possible effects it's going to have on football going forward because there are being there are calls now in English football to adopt a, a German. System fifty plus one. I don't think it's possible to revert to that from the current state because who's going to pay the current owners for their half of the club? And I don't. It'd be it's a nice yeah. idea, but I don't see it. I don't think it's possible from the current. Well, you also probably force they, someone to sell something. I don't like, know enough about how they do it in Germany to know. Well, I, I, I kind of just assume in Germany it's always years, been the case. But... I thought it had, like, since I think like as soon as they got like to the point they were big enough to be like owned professional like not yeah. necessarily professional but like into like almost companies rather than just teams I think since then yeah. they've, oh, well, like, they've Abramovich and shit but I think it's I think it's a lot of I think it is a thing that a lot of fans are up for though maybe maybe not the exact German system but something similar something to limit the the current owners and to hand some of it at least yeah but, but I don't think it's the best idea well, it doesn't matter it doesn't... if the fans are up to it what matters is where they're going to find several billion yeah. pounds also, to buy out half of every not, team in the press it's, it's a good idea but in Germany the league's so uncompetitive like, it's a nice idea but it's just not possible we're too far gone at this point there should be like an independent there, there regulator been... of football because well there have been it... calls for that for a while that's what Gary Neville yeah. was saying when he but I think like a European sports. wide one because as well like UEFA tried to make themselves look like the good guys in this, but they aren't exactly great. Like they're 
they have essentially in the in the reforms made a step towards the Super League, even if it's not yes, the they whole have. way. And, and they're doing it to give themselves more money. That that is, you could argue that has been done to appease the no, Super League. No, because it was already... They've been saying that that was... It was planned well in advance. Um, well, how long ago did they plan it? Because the talks of the Super League have been happening for quite a while. True. Um, but I think they, they've done it to get themselves more money, realistically. But yes, no, they have, they have definitely taken a step towards Super League-esque thinking with the new wild card system. What punishment do you think they should get? What, the 20 points deduction. Yeah. They'll probably be like, like toes like sitting in the notice there for some Well, that's the thing. I, I think see... it's really because it's, it's not the owners that play each no, week nah, the points you know, you it's say, the managers nah. and the players who have... That's the stupidest point when like the owners, if you're about to say you shouldn't like take points off the teams because that punishes the players and the fans and they've done nothing wrong. When like teams like well, Bolton and Berry have had like points deductions and stuff, that's not yeah, the players or the I fans' faults. But I don't, I don't agree with that either. Fair enough. I mean, are there like points deductions like a ban, say a ban from the Champions League for a year? Yeah, I think that'd be funny. Might do something because that is ultimately it, it, it's rough on the players, but that is ultimately what makes the owners yeah. funny. Yeah, I think what they definitely shouldn't do is ban them from the Euros, which is what I think is being pushed for at the moment. No, I don't think that's. Now they've pulled out of the... Now the Super League's not happening, I don't think that's the thing. I hope. 20 points could be a little bit harsh, but 20 points makes the the end of the season in the Prem at least insane. Well, yeah. Um, having because West Ham, Leicester put... and City going for the title and Tottenham and Arsenal in the relegation zone. But I think in terms of sending messages, like taking off 20 points, putting Arsenal in the relegation zone, that's, that's going to make more headlines, that's going to be remembered more, that's more impactful. I'd say. Yeah. Like, obviously, it's peak on the players, but they can just request a transfer to a Premier League club. Imagine you're... Well, imagine you're any of the players for any of those six clubs and you've been working all year to to earn those points and to earn your place in the Premier League, even if it is ninth. And then some owner that you've never fucking met because he's a greedy bastard decides to make a really shit fucking decision and suddenly you find yourself in the relegation zone through no fault of your own you're going to be absolutely fucking fuming I just can't see you way for doing that because like as much as I'd love to see it yeah the Champions League West, West Ham in the Champions League final is not going to pull in as many viewers yeah I rate the shout from Real Madrid because apparently for breaking the con- if they actually get shown to have broken the contracts of like the Super League they have to pay all the clubs that left have to pay a fine to the clubs that stayed or something which who means signs, Real Madrid who signs that contract fucking no man but <laughs> Real Madrid just hell. get peas but Real Madrid just, just engineered it all to afford Mbappe this is that, oh my god it is it is <laughs> this is the scam of the century this is the Perez, biggest 4D chess move Perez on the planet has come up with the idea that he knows no one in the footballing community is going to go for he's convinced 11 other teams to join him so that they then all leave and all have to pay him a fine this is a galaxy brain move Real Madrid are going to become the richest league, I think, richest play club in the world I think that's why it took all the teams so long to leave because like it took, there was like a, over a full day of protest before they left James, introduce some beer reviews. Yeah, so my, my, I'll be honest, Friends has really let me down here. The Boddingtons, I mean, it's not awful, but it's hardly... I mean, they were raving about it on the admittedly fictional TV show, but it's hardly the best beer. I'm going to have to give it a 6 out of 10. Uh, my bottle of Newcastle Brown, it was alright. It was kind of... I'm not much of a beer taste, but it was quite sweet, quite buttery. Hints of relegation. Buttery? Um, <laughs> I mean, I think my Galahad, you know, 
It's, it's like drinking water and thinking of beer at the same time. I bet time. there's so many beer enthusiasts like, that tune into this and just skip to the last 30 seconds. <laughs> to, hear, to hear the worst beer news they've ever heard. <laughs> I mean, you know, Gal- I think Gal- Galad's all right. Imagine, good job. Is, again, like, imagine yeah. sitting in the pub and ordering a Newcastle brown ale and going, yeah, no, I heard it's quite buttery. I'm the only person who's given an actual opinion about their drink, so I'd probably pipe down. I if have I was as well. You. I was going to continue. The Galahad tastes like someone refilled like a like a pint glass. There's like you know ten percent of the beer left in it. Um, my anti-inflammatories are getting a zero out of ten because um they've the swelling is still very existent. That ends our episode of Four Four yeah. Brew. We will. Bye. See you all next week.